Welcome to the Tales of Zeke and Elliot, Parables Worth Pondering. Best friends Zeke and Elliot are two frogs that have many adventures around Bicker's Pond. I'm Leah. Come with us today as we face our feelings, man to man, or frog to hedgehog. It takes a leap of faith, but that's a step worth taking. If the path we face is the one God's making, when He says go, we won't be alone. Let's take a leap of faith. Last season, we met the Hedge family. They're a family of hedgehogs that went through some tough times. Jonathan, the oldest, struggled in school due to stress and trouble at home. He was also taking care of his younger siblings, Jasper and Minnie. By the time the story was over, Jonathan's mother had accepted Jesus as her Savior and friend, and life began to change for the family. They began to pray for Papa to return home and for their family to be restored. Jonathan was gathering twigs outside with his siblings, Jasper and Minnie. Mama had given them this chore so they would have enough wood for the colder weather ahead. Minnie, gather those to your left over by the fern bush. I don't see any. Because you're looking to your right. Look the other way. Oh. Hurry up. We have to get these piled nice and neat before dinner. I'm hungry now. Me too. I know, but we have to finish our chores first. Mama's making vegetable soup. Yum. Yummy. Okay, this should be enough. Let's take this last pile on the wheelbarrow over to the side of the house with the rest. John, John, can I push the wheelbarrow? Why can't I do it? You're too little, Minnie. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm stronger than you, and I can do it. Jasper is right, Minnie. It's a little too big for you. Oh, shucks. I'll let you hold the handle with me, okay? Thank you, Jasper. That was really nice of you, Jasper. As the three siblings headed to the woodpile, they continued to chat and quickly finished their job. They rounded the corner to the front of the house and heard voices. Jonathan froze, and the two younger hedgehogs bumped into their big brother. What are you doing, John John? Hey, you stepped on my foot. Papa? Thanks for golfing with me today, Zeke. I know it's not your favorite, but I sure enjoyed your company. Me too, and I had a pretty good time. I finally managed to get the ball off the tee. (laughs) (laughs) I am pretty tuckered out, so I think I'm going to head back to my place. Me too. I need to rest before work tomorrow. Oh, hey, is that Jonathan up ahead? Yeah, it is. Before we split up, let's talk to him. I heard about the good news. You mean about his father returning? Yeah, isn't that amazing? Sure is. Hey, Jonathan. How are things going? It's okay, I guess. Just okay? What's wrong? We were expecting you to be pretty excited these days. I know. You and my mom both. Your mom has been telling us such great things about your papa being home. That he's got a new job working for Mr. Mouse taking on some pawn jobs. Yeah, yeah, I know all about that. He's going to church every week. He's bringing home a paycheck. He helps my mom get the kids ready and wants to help me with my homework. We're sorry, Jonathan. We didn't mean to pry. You don't have to talk to us about it. I'm sure you've had to repeat all this over and over. No, that's not it. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have spoken that way. I need to go. Mama is expecting me home for dinner. Goodbye, Jonathan. Have a good evening. See you later. What was that all about? Maybe it's what you said. He's been asked a lot about it. And he's just a kid, but... Feels like something else, doesn't it? Yeah, Zeke. Let's say a prayer before we head home. Sure thing. Go ahead. Lord, we don't know what may be troubling Jonathan, but we know that you do. We ask that you give him peace and guide him and his family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 
Good night, Elliot. See you tomorrow. Good night. The two frogs headed home, and Jonathan took a detour by the big oak for a few minutes. He kicked the base of the tree a few times, then turned and slid down the trunk. God, I I know what I'm feeling isn't good. I, I don't understand. Please help me. Jonathan! John, John, where are you? Jonathan! Mama said to come get you. I'm over here by the big oak. I'm coming. Where have you been? We've been all over. Papa wants you to help him fix some stuff. Great. What does he want me to do now? Why do you seem mad at Papa? I'm not mad at him. Yes, you are. He makes faces when he's not looking. I do? And you saw it? Yes. Yeah. (sighs) Jonathan escorted his siblings home and tried over and over to think of a way to explain how he'd been feeling. But it was hard for him to understand himself. When he reached home, his papa asked him to help repair the squeaky steps on the porch. Things weren't too bad, at first. Jonathan, hand me that hammer real quick. We're going to pull this old nail out and replace it. I'll show you how. Jonathan, come here and help your sister. Not now. I can't. Son, don't speak to your mama like that. It's disrespectful. Well, you used to talk to her worse than that, and no one stopped you. Jonathan! Quill, I'll take care of this. Could you and the other kids go for a walk, and we'll finish these repairs. Sure. Jasper, Minnie, let's go for a walk. Coming, Mama. Yeah, a walk. Papa, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Do you want to talk about why you said it? No, I'll do better. I promise. Come on over here, and I'll show you how to remove this nail. You flip the hammer around to the back here. Things seemed to improve for a few days, but once in a while, especially when Papa was doing something nice prayed over a meal, complimented Mama, or said, I love you, Jonathan, the young hedgehog would bristle and respond angrily. One day, while he was on his way home from school, Jonathan was passing by Zeke's fishing hole, and the frog waved. Jonathan, how's it going? Have a good day at school? Sure. I mean, I passed the pop quiz Mr. Marvin gave us. Oh, good job. I bet he loves to give pop quizzes. He does. He always says, Class, we study so that the knowledge we need will pop up whenever we least expect it. Does he really? And he thinks we don't know it's coming, but he always has a nervous laugh the day before. Do I? I'll have to remedy that. Good afternoon, Mr. Marvin. We were talking about the pop quiz today. Yes, I was able to deduce as much from the scant portion of the conversation I heard. However, eavesdropping was not my intent. Of course not. What can we do for you, sir? I came on an errand to find Jonathan. You did? Was my grade really that bad? No, no. In fact, you did a splendid job. Mama will be glad. I'm sure she will, as well as your father. She said he's been helping you with your homework. I could have done it by myself, you know. Yes, I'm sure you could have, son. Don't call me son. You're not my father. Jonathan, hey, wait. Let him go, Mr. Zeke. It will give us a chance to talk. Okay. Are you sure? I think you'll listen to me. Yes, that's precisely why I want to talk to you. I came out here to find Jonathan because he left school in such a rush he forgot his books. I have them here in my bag, but I'll drop them by his house after we talk. Is Jonathan doing okay at school now? Yes and no. His grades have definitely improved, but his behavior has become, well, I don't know any other way to put it than bristly. He isn't mean or cruel to anyone, but he's sharp with the students and at times has begun to be so with me. Hmm, it doesn't seem to make much sense, does it? I would have thought he'd be telling everyone how excited and happy he was that his papa was home. That's the thing that has me stumped. 
I thought perhaps things at home might not be as they seem. But I've spoken with Mrs. Hedge and Pastor Mantis, and they both said that Mr. Hedge is as changed as night and day. So why do you want to talk to me? Jonathan is noticeably in turmoil about something, and I thought you might be able to ascertain what that is and work through it. I'll certainly do my best. Good evening, then, Mr. Zeke. I'll be on my way to deliver these books. As Mr. Marvin approached the hedge house, he could hear Jasper and Minnie playing hide-and-seek with their papa. Jonathan was seated on the porch steps. Well, Jonathan, you must be guarding the base. No, I'm not playing. That's kid stuff. Oh, I thought everyone loved a rousing game of hide-and-seek. I'm tired, I guess. I stopped by to drop off the books you left at school. Thank you, Mr. Marvin. And I'm sorry about earlier. That was disrespectful and rude. Thank you. You are forgiven, and as we teachers like to say, the slate is clean. Mr. Marvin, you're funny. Dinner is ready. Everyone wash up. Oh, Mr. Marvin, would you like to stay for dinner? Oh my, that sounds wonderful, but I have some other errands to run. Thank you for the invitation, though. Are you sure? My wife has made earthworm tarts with lemon glaze. Oh dear, you may have beguiled my stomach with that one. Beguiled? That's silly. (laughs) Come in, Mr. Marvin. Minnie, set out an extra plate for our guest. The next morning, Zeke went to the pool before Elliot headed to work. He grabbed two coffees from Jumpin' Java's and stopped at Drake's Deli for some muffins. Gretchen Drake was at the counter and greeted the frog. Well, Zeke, you're up and out early this morning. You must be in a hurry. I'll take care of you. Morning, Mrs. Drake. I am. I figured I'd meet Elliot here before he headed to work. You want the usual? That'll be fine. And throw in an extra muffin with it, please. I'll be right back. Have a seat. Elliot should be in any time now. I'll bring over the muffins. Thank you. And make them to go, please. Zeke, what are you doing here? Is something wrong? Did I forget something? No, no. I just wanted to catch you before you headed to the shop. I'm going to take the day off and thought, if you want, you could too. I don't have any pressing orders right now. Uh, okay. What are your plans? I ran into Mr. Marvin yesterday and he asked me to do him a favor. Does it have anything to do with Jonathan? Sure does. I was with Jonathan when I saw Mr. Marvin, and there was a little blow-up between the two. Not Mr. Marvin, but... Jonathan? Yeah. Jonathan left, and Mr. Marvin stayed behind to talk to me. He asked me to see if I might be able to figure out what's bothering the little guy. Elliot? It was like looking in a mirror at my younger self. I don't know what exactly is bothering him, but I recognize the pain he's feeling. Boy, that's tough. Friend, I can't think of a better creature to talk to and help him than you. This sounds like a divine appointment. I can. You. You're the one that helped me through those tough times when I was younger. I think maybe you should do the talking. I don't. I was your friend, Zeke. I sat and listened to you. I didn't know what to do other than just be there for you. But you're coming from experience. You can help him on another level. I'll do anything that I can, but you're the perfect one for this. Gentlemen, here's your muffins. You know I don't like to be nosy, but I bagged them up separately. I wasn't trying to listen. But it's early and there's only three of us in here, so the sound carries. I'll be praying for y'all. Look at that. God's already called in your backup, and I'll be at the shop if you need me. (laughs) The mighty men, I mean woman, mighty duck? As the frog headed back to the pond, he prayed and went in search of the young hedgehog. Today was a school holiday for the kids while Mr. Marvin was at teacher training. He knew Jonathan loved hanging around the big oak and the fishing hole, so he took his time and joined the woods, waiting for him to show up. Zeke was right, and he almost ran into Jonathan. The hedgehog was fiercely swinging his stick back and forth through the grass and just missed the frog's legs. 
What with her, buddy? Oh, Mr. Zeke, I'm sorry. Did I hit you? No, it was close, but no. We don't have school today. Oh, right. It's teacher training day. Are Jasper and Minnie with you? No, they're with Mama gathering earwigs for supper. You didn't want to go with them? Well, Papa asked me to help him instead. He's clearing some brush around the playground area today at school. That's not really this direction. Did you already finish? No, I never went. I see. I know. You know what? That's disobedience, and Jesus wouldn't like it. Well, mind if we speak man-to-man, or in this case, frog-to-hedgehog? I don't mind. Do you know why you did it? Or didn't do it, I guess? It's hard to explain, and I don't really understand it myself. I'm just mad, Mr. Zeke. You know, I remember being out here not too long ago, and you telling Elliot and me that your papa was coming home, and he was going to take care of your family. And now he has, but you don't seem too happy about it. I know. That's what I don't understand. I prayed for this. I asked God to help him, and he did. Maybe even before I asked. I think I think I'm mad because... Because you wanted to tell him how hurt you were that he left. How upset your mama was while he was gone. How I fed Minnie and Jasper while he was gone? We went hungry every day. I couldn't do my homework because he and mama were fighting. I took the kids for walks to get away from the noise, but it was his fault. Yeah, and now your papa really loves Jesus and really gave his life to him. And you feel bad because you've got all this stuck inside. He's so nice now, and he takes good care of us. And he tells me how he loves me all the time, and it makes me angry because, because he never said that before. Remember how Jesus is your best friend, and how Jesus is your papa's best friend, too. And he loves you both. No one knows the struggles you're both facing more than him, or how to solve them better than him. I don't know how to talk about that. What if I say something mean to him? To God, or to your papa? Both. We serve a great big God. He's not going to get mad at you. And neither will I. Papa? Did, did you hear all that? Just enough, son. Would you mind if we sat and talked for a minute? Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Zeke. Mr. Hedge was looking for Jonathan, and he stopped by the shop to see if he might be there. I told him I would help him look for him. Morning, Mr. Hedge. Morning, Zeke. Jonathan, I am so proud of you, son. You took on so much while I was gone. Jesus changed my life, and I know it's because he heard you pray for me. Zeke, Elliot, I'm grateful to you and others for helping to look out for my family when I wasn't around. Sir, it was a privilege. You have a fine son. And he sure loves his papa. Jonathan, we're going to head back to the shop. We'd love to take the two of you fishing with us sometime. We sure would. May we, Papa? Sounds like a great plan. Jonathan, I'm glad I heard what you said. I need to apologize to you, Minnie, and Jasper. I left, and and you had to become the man of the house, and that wasn't your responsibility. Will you please forgive me? Yes, Papa. Thank you. I love you, son. I love you too, Papa. A week later, the father and son joined the two frogs down at the fishing hole. They had a nice catch of fish on their string. Mr. Marvin was passing by, and Jonathan waved him over. Mr. Marvin, look at this mess of fish we've caught so far. My papa caught the biggest one. My, my, what a fine catch. No doubt Mrs. Hedge will be laying out a superb meal this evening. A fine meal indeed. And she's making cherry tarts with fly larva meringue for dessert. Would you care to join us? I'd love to, but I have some schoolwork to do this evening. (laughs) Well, I'll be off. Happy fishing. (laughs) Good day, Mr. Marvin. Good day, Mr. Marvin. (laughs) Pop Pop quiz quiz tomorrow. tomorrow. (laughs) What? (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) 
Proverbs 27:17 says, Iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. Zeke helped Jonathan to see the unforgiveness he was holding on to. He took time to listen to him voice his pain. Proverbs 17:9 says, Love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. Jonathan was having a hard time forgiving his father, for good reason, and it was separating the two. This type of forgiveness can only come through Jesus' help. But once we allow God to help us forgive, the love can grow. Welcome to Insightful Information with Kelly and Candy. I'm Kelly. And I'm Candy. Woo, that was another heavy, heavy episode. Well, we did cut through some funny moments, like Mr. Marvin. That was funny. Speaking of Mr. Marvin, I have some interesting information about moles. This isn't about that spot on your arm, is it? No, and that's a beauty mark. Okay, sure. Here it is. Moles eat insects and worms, right? Right. So get this. The way they do it is by paralyzing them with their saliva, or you know, spit, and then they store the insects underground to eat later. That went in such a different direction. I don't know what to say. And frankly, I'm a little disturbed. Not to worry, Kelly. Moles are the size of chipmunks. I doubt you're in any danger. Well, what a relief. Phew. And you should really get that looked at. I said it's a beauty mark. I guess beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Bye, kids. Cindy Crawford has a beauty mark. Well, your name's not Cindy. Thanks for listening. Parents, if you enjoy these stories, please like and review us on your favorite podcast app. That really helps Zeke and Elliot to find new friends. Don't forget to share this episode on social media. You can find us at ZekeandElliot.com. We look forward to meeting with you again. Until then, when God leads, don't be afraid to take your next leap of faith. Let's take a leap of faith. Welcome to Insightful Information with Kelly and Candy. I'm Kelly. And I'm Candy. Whew, that was another heavy, heavy episode. Where are we at? Am I pruning? In the studio. Am oh, I we did pruning? cut through with some funny moments. <laughs> You're the wrong <laughs> It's just going to be me today, folks. She okay. has left the building. Where? Oh, Lord have mercy. Page 13. Yeah, but I got to get from. Yep. There we go. Frog dance. Well, dog. this is my life, people. This okay. is what it's like okay. working with her. <laughs> All right. You ready? Here ready. we go.